I had a killer uh, nap today. Like, like I don't. I, I took a nap like during my lunch break, and it was the shit. Like one of the best. <laughs> like, one of the, one of the best naps I've ever had. <laughs> like, nice. Yeah. Are you ready to go? Mm-hmm. All right, let's do this. It's a show by Chris and Neil with all great movies. They are the real deal. We watch them all so you don't have to. It's movies that don't suck and some that do. Ladies and gents, it's another episode of Movies That Don't Suck and Some to Do. My name is Neil. And I'm Chris. And today we are going to be interviewing, interviewing? No, reviewing, <laughs> yeah. not interviewing. We're reviewing. I don't, well, who are we interviewing? I'm interviewing you, Chris. This is your job application. You better be good today or I'm finding a new co-host. Well, yeah, just good luck figuring out how to with the shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure there's a YouTube video. Anyway, <laughs> first... We're going to be watching a movie that, uh, two movies that came out this past week at the good old movie theaters. One of them being The Green Knight yeah. featuring Dev Patel. It's complicated, all right? Wrong one, sorry. <laughs> Chappie, listen to me, I'm your maker. I brought you into this world, okay? This is serious. You mustn't engage in these people's lifestyle choices. What? No offense, okay? From the either the much loved or the much maligned Chappie, depending on how you feel. I love Chappie. I, yeah. I like Chappie. Yeah, if you, I, if you, you like, me. if you don't like Daddy and Wood, you probably hate Chappie. <laughs> yeah, I kind of Chappie. Probably, yeah. probably. Yeah. And then um, also featuring Alicia Vikander. 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 We'll go Vikander. Okay. Yeah. Sometimes at night, I'm wondering if you're watching me on the cameras. And I hope you are. Now your micro-expressions are telegraphing discomfort. Yeah, that's from uh, and, Ex Machina. Yeah, and th- she also plays uh, Laura Croft in the Tomb Raider uh, remakes as well, which she does a really good job in those as well. She's the so. second one coming up, right? Like another one? Another Tomb Raider? Yeah, there's another one that was announced, but, you know, it hasn't been worked on yet, so heck if we know. Yeah, sure. I mean, as many movies as many movies that are announced, then not announced, then canceled, then re-announced, then rebooted, then not booted, then, yeah, you know. Uh, but then also in this movie is also the great Joel Edgerton. That has nothing to do with forgiveness. I got children, man. I got a family to protect. Everything I do is for them. I forgave Pop. Just like I forgave you and mom. Now, if you guys are a uh, listener for a long time of the show, you guys know I fucking love Joel Edgerton. Like, I love, yeah, I love yeah. that and, that, and that's from The Warrior yeah. with him and Tom uh, Tom Hardy and uh, Nick Nolte. I haven't in it. seen him I mean, in such a long a time, movie. though. I haven't seen Joel Edgerton like, anywhere for such a long time. Doesn't it looks like he's been doing a lot of uh TV shows. Like He has uh, Hank the Cowdog, The <laughs> Underground Railroad, and uh, he's playing uh, Uncle Owen and the uh, which is filming right now, which is the Obi Wan Kenobi TV miniseries. Nice. So he would so, he would fit he would fit there. I remember the last movie that I saw him in that I thought he was great was Love or Loving that last movie where you uh, played that interracial couple. Oh, he was in Gringo. Well, yeah, the, the Loving King after that. And Red Sparrow too. I forgot he was in Red Sparrow. Forget about that. Yeah, <laughs> me too. 
Now that I say that. Okay, so all the, right, those all dueling Green Knight. Yeah, the Green Knight. All all the people in Green Knight, and we'll talk about how Joel Edgerton has already played in this movie before. All right. Um, then uh, the movie, the number one movie at the box office this week, the one that has more one-liners than uh, WrestleMania, the one, the only Jungle Cruise, featuring the one, the only, the people's champion, Dwayne Johnson. Yeah, you're right, CJ. That's a lot of homophobia coming out of a very angry man. You need to go get that looked at by a trained professional. But since you have escalated this whole scenario by bringing what I can only assume is an unlicensed firearm into this public place, endangering the lives of all these innocent people, I can no longer in good conscience walk away and jerk anyone off in the parking lot. I'm afraid we ain't going anywhere. That's from a central <laughs> intelligence, right? Yeah, with him and uh him and uh Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart. Oh my god. That movie was funny. It, I mean by any means not winning the Oscars and some people might just think it's dumb, but I I, I love that movie. There's well, a whole part where his nickname as a kid was Weird Dick. <laughs> who else is in uh, Jungle Cruise? Also, we got Jack Whitehall. It's complicated, all right? I didn't want to bore you with it. The important lesson here is for you to look for the positives in failure. Like, for example, my granddad. He suffered failure. Lung failure, which meant that I inherited a Volvo. So remember that. Always look for the Volvo. So this is from Bad Education, but not the one on HBO. A different bad education. No, 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 no. This is this was a good. This is one from uh, 2012 to 2014. Bad education, which is a good TV series. Uh, me and my wife actually watched it one uh, once uh, a year or two ago, and that's I was like, oh, I definitely got to give him something from that. Okay, who else? And then, of course, the beautiful, wonderful, always amazing, never let you down, Emily Blunt. Listen up, fucker! I have shot <laughs> and buried. Three vagrants in the past year. So I don't care what hobo sob story you got. I get a dozen a week, pal. It cuts no cash with me. But if you show your face here again, I will cut you the fucking half. She's a great American accent, doesn't she? Yeah, she does. And that is from the good old Looper movie with uh, Jordan Levitt, Gordon Smith. Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Gordon. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> jo uh, whatever. Joseph Gordon-Levitt. And, uh, and then uh, Bruce, Bruce Willis. Yeah. Um, so, uh, that yeah, three good movies. And that is Jungle Cruise by Disney that we'll be doing. Yeah. Uh, Chris, um, tell them where they can find us. Find us on moviesdon'tsuck.net. We're on Facebook at facebook.com slash moviesdon'tsuckpodcast. We're on Twitter at NTS Podcast. We're on uh, Instagram at NTS Podcast. We got Twitch uh, at NTS Podcast, right? That's our Twitch. Um, mm -hmm. If you're on YouTube, we'll go ahead and subscribe. If you're watching us on Facebook, go ahead and like that page. Um, and we're all stream platforms. Uh, we have Patreon, patreon.com slash news don't suck. And if you guys want to buy merch from us, because we sell merch. Uh, go we sell merch. We sell shirts. Like like this yeah. right here, this T-shirt. Yeah, we have these for sale, and they're beautiful. We yeah. have ones with our face on them. Yeah. We have uh, some comedy things I put out there. Um, I don't know. Go to bonfire.com and search your name, and you're going to find all that stuff. Uh, do you want to do you want to clear that Neil's the one put that together? I have nothing to do with it except for. <laughs> <laughs> and then um, you can buy a T-shirt today that says "Hookers and Blow." Yeah, if you want that, if you want that, uh, and yeah, a lot of people want that. Who doesn't want hookers and blow? I don't think I've ever engaged in either of those things. Yeah, you have. You told me about that story with the anyway. 
We won't talk about that on the air. <laughs> um, and then uh, you can find us on all streaming platforms or wherever you get your podcasts. We are there. So Yes. All right, and today's advertisement goes out to Bobby O's Slices and Pies. Bobby O's Slices and Pies is right here in Tulsa, Oklahoma, 1502 East 11th Street, also known as Route 66, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74120. Now, they are a family-owned Tulsa pizza joint. Featuring huge slices cut from a thin crust 24-inch pie. Adding your choice of toppings is their specialty. Try, try their traditional red sauce and a white with olive oil, roasted garlic, parmesan, and ricotta. And you can do any of them on their gluten-free crust. It is a good pizza pie place. Uh, they have all kinds of beer. The owner is originally from, you'll never guess. New York guess City. From. New York City. No, oh. no. <laughs> Chicago. He's originally from Kansas City. Oh, okay, where I'm from, or where I'm at, actually. Oh, yeah. Okay, you know was... how you can know that? Because you walk in there, but literally there's so many Jayhawk symbols <laughs> from KU <laughs> and, like, uh, Chiefs gear and Royals stuff everywhere. Um, but it's a really good place. Uh, me and my wife went there the other night, had two good, uh, had some good slices, and tried their gluten-free breadsticks because my wife is gluten intolerant. And uh, man, uh, good stuff, man. Uh, so if you get a chance, go buy Bobby's old Bobby O's slice and pie. You can look them up on Facebook, or you can go to Bobby uh, Hat. Wait a minute, what is it? it what's the oh, yes. line? Not uh, not underscore. Is that just a dash? I guess it's a dash. Bobby dash O's O S dot com. Okay. Um, yeah, that did the dash. Just this thing. Yeah, I got you. Yeah. Um, it's just so, a dash. I yeah. thought it was a dash. You're a dash. So, uh, if, if you're first time listener, uh, or you haven't heard of Edition, I live in Kansas City and he lives in, uh, Tulsa. We both used to, he both used to live together and then he moved away and we still do the podcast. We never lived together. I mean, you wanted to, but I told you that, you know, I wasn't into that kind of thing. Okay. <laughs> how was your week? I have no response. How's I have your, no response. How's your week been? You know how my week's been. Um, yeah, let's talk about the elephant in the room. Let's fucking just go ahead and blow it right out there. Uh, exactly uh, seven days ago. Uh, right after we got done recording this podcast, I went to a local dive bar and I was witness, actually not just a witness, but also shot at, uh, to a homicide. Um, to make a long story short, I was hanging out with some guy. We decided to go out back of the, the bar by going through a backside door where our vehicles were to go smoke a joint. And because um, you can't smoke joints in the bar, even though you can smoke in the bar. Um, and there's somebody breaking into the vehicles. Uh, some guys shot at me and him, missed me, got him. And uh, the good guy passed away. I'm not going to blast his name. I'm not going to put uh, freaking the bar or anything on blast or anything. It wasn't anybody's fault except for the guy who shot at us. Uh, that was some punk kid. Um you know, it was what it is. Uh, I am having a little PTSD here and there. You know, I'm having some bad dreams and stuff like that. And I am dealing with it in a good, healthy way with alcohol, weed, 
and uh, any kind of drugs I can possibly. No, I'm just kidding. I was, I was like, I was like, how am I doing this now? How am I gonna come back from that? And be like, like that's not healthy. No, <laughs> but uh, this is this is the uh, yeah. This is uh, uh, I mean, I'm not trying to be like oh, I have the best story here or anything like that. I'm just trying to uh, just let it be known because. Uh, People have told me that the more I talk about it, the more it won't haunt me as much. So I try to make it very well known. So I'm not trying to hide it or trying to be, you know, I don't know. It's fucked up. Yeah, That's all I got to say about that. You know, it's fucked up. The whole situation's fucked up. I literally thought I just met like a new buddy, like yeah. a new friend. Like mm-hmm. me and this guy got along so well. Like he even like Tool. <laughs> you, know? <laughs> like, you know, we were talking about concerts and stuff. He was a really good guy. And um, so it, it really sucks. The whole situation sucks. I'm glad I ID'd the guy. I mm-hmm. did the lineup. Uh, it wasn't like in a movie, though. It wasn't like they put him behind yeah. glass. It just brought in, like, a bunch of pictures, sat him down in front of me, and goes, do you know which one it is? Yeah. And I was like, yeah, I mean, I'm not going to forget that mm-hmm. ever. That's an image burned into my brain. Where did they pick uh, him up? But going, you know? A quick trip, literally a block away. Because uh, when I, I, I ran back into the bar and it's like, call 911, dude's been shot. We were just shot at, call 911. And uh, cops were already in the area because that guy was already was shooting up the neighborhood. Oh, the whole he was place. like he's... shooting at people's, yeah, he was yeah. shooting up, he was shooting at people's dogs oh. in their backyard and stuff like that. And so when I went to the police station, there actually was already five or six witnesses for this guy already. And, but somebody in the bar, ran out of the bar and ran down the street following the guy. Mm. Like, and when the cops came, they, he pointed, Hey, there he is. That's the guy. And they got him right away. So, I mean, uh, they say, they say I don't have to go to court or anything like that, that, you know, there's enough witnesses and all that stuff that I don't have to go in front of people and say that. So hopefully that's the case. I mean, if not, I'll be more than happy to go because fuck man. I mean, I'm not going to, let somebody just shoot somebody in cold blood and get away with it, you know? Mm-hmm. And it was like, literally there was nothing we could have done except right. for not have gone outside. Yeah. You know, like, cause we weren't mean. The guy was trying to break into our cars and we weren't mad about it. We were just like, Hey, cut get away out. from those cars, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. Get out of here. Just get, 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 yeah. you know, it wasn't like, no, we were kind of a little annoyed by it, but you know, we weren't like, Fuck you! We're gonna beat you up. Yeah. You know, it's like no, I just get out of here because we wanted to smoke our joint. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like you were, and uh, you have to relax. Yeah, and yeah, you know, and uh, it is what it is. It really sucks, um, but it is what happened, and um, that's the worst thing. Um, Sunday, I, I had I I still worked a concert. I worked Kay Flay. I got to meet her. That was great. Yeah, I saw your picture. She's on really the, tiny. I saw your picture on the red carpet with her or whatever. Oh yeah, really, really sweet lady. And um, I mean, she is just about my age. I think she's thirty six or thirty seven, thirty eight, something like that. And um, really nice. She was really sweet. I talked to her for just a moment. You know, it's like, man, I really dig your stuff. Um, I hope you have a good show tonight. You know, because I don't have much time with them. I was, you know in the process of uh, helping her get ready for the interview that she was doing for the radio station. And then um, we all took quick pictures with her and she went back to getting ready for the show. Yeah. She's 36 years old. Yeah. Yeah. Like I said, so she's near our age. Mm -hmm. I mean, like, so like a year older than me. Yeah. Yeah. She's really nice dude. And uh, I'm not going to lie. If you get a chance to see K flay, 
Um, and besides her being just really, really nice, go see her because, man, in concert, she is punk rock, dude. Did she have she, band that, with she brought it like a motherfucker. Yeah, she had uh, well, she's a two member band, uh-huh. and then she played bass guitar and she had a little mixer or whatever that yeah. she used here and there. But, um, but man, she was like, just like, yeah, you know, like, mm-hmm. yeah, sure. like she was very punk rock, dude. Yeah, very punk rock. I liked it. Cool. I, uh, I've done anything. I worked a lot. I'm working so fucking much, dude. Uh, yeah, I just don't, uh, you know, we have two people out this week. Did your brother move out yet? He moves out uh, the 18th. So, 18th, 18th. Yeah, so. I thought he, I thought you were helping him move out already. Oh, dude, I don't really have to help him at all because um, when he moved here, all the stuff he brought mm-hmm. was in my car already. Like, so he can, he's just, oh wow, he's having, like, he's having a little help getting in bed there, but um, I don't really have to help him that much. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, that's good stuff. Um, I'm, I'm. Have you gotten some good sleep though because of your uh, working so much? Did you at least get some? I didn't sleep, sleep at, at all good? last night. So, at uh, all, uh, I got like three or four were you, hours. Were you stressed about you know talking to me on the microphone? No, I had a, I had um an energy drink at like four o'clock, and I think it just fucked up my my sleeping schedule. Uh, um, that happens. Yeah, so that happens. I was I was awake tomorrow. And, I have to tomorrow. I have to work all for about twelve hours, twelve to fifteen hours straight. Yeah, yeah I know you're you're uh, chaperoning a Christian rap or Christian rock band, right? Yeah, uh, pop. I'd say Christian pop. What are they? He's pop? more Christian. What's pop. the name? I, I'm not going to say. Um, okay, uh, is message me because dude, because because I grew up on, on. I think it's Kobe. I, I think it's Kobe Thompson, huh? or Kobe Thompson, or Thomas. Okay. Um, that is wrong. It is not Toby Mac. Is it who it is? Oh, Kobe James. Kobe James. I'm sorry, Kobe James. Okay, that's all we're gonna say. And he has songs like "Brand New," whatever, um, "Golden." I mean, his music's pretty. You know, it's pretty good. You know, for his age and all that. You know, he's trying, and he's doing pretty good on the on the Christian chart. So you know, hey, hopefully he's a nice guy. I'm gonna have to drive him around tomorrow. Hopefully it all goes well. That's all I care. (laughs) He's a kid, yeah. He looks young. Yeah, he's 19, man. He's 19 years old. That's great. (laughs) <laughs> an old 40-year-old stoner driving around a 19-year-old. Yeah. My, my no, boss hold on. is like... We should say an old 40-year-old atheist <laughs> driving around a, uh, a 19-year-old uh, Christian pop star. <laughs> it's going to be great. My boss said I can't talk about drugs or working in the strip clubs mm-hmm. or... <laughs> like so I guess that, I guess like that's that. just going to take, take away all your conversation topics. <laughs> no, no, no. No, come on. I'm good. I'm good at making up conversation. Are you in some of the podcasts? So we right. can listen to it later and be like, what the fuck? No, no, okay. no, no, no. He will never get the podcast name out of me. Even if I slip and say I do a podcast. So, oh, tell I me will about never it. Tell okay. What if he's like, what if he's like, uh, have you heard the good news about Jesus Christ? What would you say then? Dude. Okay. Dude. All right. Come on now. Yeah. Right. I, I've, I grew up in a TV evangelist church, man. I, I can sidewalk that freaking question nine ways till Sunday. Okay, well, so, uh, right, Neil, so. Neil wanted to talk at the Green Knight first. That's what we're talking first because he wants to save the big sexy movie uh, for last because that makes sense. It does. Um, <laughs> the Green Knight! It's directed by David Tell Lowry. Um, David Lowry directed... Lowry. He directed Pete's Dragon. 
Uh, Lowry. Lowry. I'm not Lowry. Lowry. <laughs> but uh, but yeah. he also he also uh, wrote and directed a ghost story. Did you see a ghost story? No, I did not. Uh, Have you? Yeah, and it's it's one of those movies that can test your patience for sure. But I loved it. I mean, I, I like Ghost Story quite a bit. But um, this is another movie. His so like when people say uh, David Lowry, he wrote and directed The Green Knight, uh, based off that uh, anonymous poem from the 14th century. Uh, it stars Deb Patel as mm. as <laughs> Deb Patel as Gaywin. Chappie, listen to me. I'm your maker. I brought you into this world. Okay, this is serious. Mustn't engage in these people's lifestyle choices. What? No offense, okay? Alicia Vikander as Essel. Sometimes at night, I'm wondering if you're watching me on the cameras. Joel Edgerton as the Lord. That has nothing to do with forgiveness. I got children, man. I got a family to protect. And also, uh, this stars uh, N.S. Rizzo as Helen. Joe Anderson is Paris. Uh, Tara May is the middle sister. Uh, Sean Harris is King, which he, he looks much older in the movie. Uh, Kate Dickey is Queen. And Ralph Anderson plays the Green Knight, who looked a lot like uh, Groot. I don't know if you noticed that, too. Um, why, don't you, uh, why don't you go ahead and, and read the uh, storyline? No, I'm not going to read the storyline. And I'm going to tell you why I'm not going to read the storyline. I am going to read the little one line they give you at the top. And I'm going to tell you why right now. Are you ready? <sighs> I, thought, I was afraid because, it to happen. Because the storyline tells you stuff that isn't in the fucking movie. Hold on. Hold on. Okay, all right. What did you? No, he does with all those things in the movie. No, 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 it doesn't. Yeah, it does. One, King Arthur's name is not mentioned once. Okay, you don't even know it's King Arthur in the Round Table, unless this movie. All right, I didn't want to do this. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go first. Let's let's backtrack. Let me read the line. One line. It's a fantasy retelling of the medieval story of Sir Gawain and the Green Knight. All right. First, let me give you all the positives before I rip into this, because I am going to rip into this. Um, one, beautiful. God damn, this movie is beautiful. This movie, cinematography-wise, is just amazing. The story of of what's going on and everything. Um, Dave, uh, Dave Patel's amazing, acting. amazing, amazing acting it, because of him and the environment is why this movie works so well together. All right. Yeah. Now. Oh, and, oh, and the music and the music in this movie. Uh, I can't say enough. The, I was, the, I was, the music. I, I, I was a fan of the pacing. Uh, that's also one of the biggest criticisms of the movie, mm-hmm. that it's slow, but I was uh, totally mesmerized the whole time. I, I, everything you're saying, cinematography, the pacing, his acting, the music, all of it, great. Was Here's this... the thing that was not great about it. It was so fucking vague, you don't even know who his mother is. I do. Who I do. is Gar- Who's Garwin's mother? It was the girl who played uh, her name's um in the movie. It's Helen. Anise Rousseau. Okay, all right. So who is her? his mother? Like, just his mom. We don't know much about her. She's a witch or something. It's Morgan fucking Le Fay, dude! Okay. It's the goddamn witch that went after King Arthur for over okay. 20 so, 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 years! Hold, hold, hold on. So this says it's a retelling, correct? 
Yes. So, so I it's written by who? Anonymous, right? I really think that you have license to change it, change it how you want to. It was written directly right. by director. Okay. And so, Fuck the mother. Okay, who cares? Who cares about the mother? When once did you know that King Arthur was King Arthur? Um, right when I did. Without googling it after the movie, I knew. I knew, I knew it was it King, up before you went in. I knew it was King Arthur. Like I, that was I that was pretty obvious. Like after seeing Sir Gawain, I mean, like, but are you saying that what's the, what's the, okay? We ask you this: What's so right, important about him being King the, Arthur? It's the story. I know, I know but do if the, you literally have to Google. The story of a movie after the movie to figure but, out who everybody no, is for this and movie. Where it why? Came why from, for this movie? Then it's not a good no, movie. No, for this movie, what is important mm-hmm. is his name. Because it's the King Arthur and the Round Table. But when it was King, That's we, like saying, hey, hey, if we do a story about Aunt May from Spider Man, right? <laughs> But we never once say that her son, her nephew is Peter Parker. It's only a story about Aunt May. Even though Spider-Man is in it in the background, we don't but we don't put the symbol on him or anything like that. He's just in the background. There he is. And then she goes off on a quest, runs into Dr. Octopus, never tell him that, that that's his name. Never, never tell us that or even show the arms to make sure you don't know who the hell it is. Like I mean, you so what, have what to. I'm getting at is you wanted you wanted Morgana, you wanted Smerlin, you want all that shit in here, and not not in. Uh, but are you saying that they you want more King Arthur in this? Is that what you're saying? You want you wanted this to uh, closer reflect the 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 poem, the epic poem that wasn't named until no, 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 two no. centuries all after. I wanted, all I wanted, and and this is the biggest complaint across the fucking interwebs. I thought it was only me. It is not. I went and looked at reviews. They all say the same thing, that it is too vague. That if for people like us, we like artsy movies. We like stuff like this. This makes us happy and stuff like this. But I had to go look up all the information about this movie afterwards like I knew I thought it was King Arthur in the round table but I 100% was never given a yes it's King Arthur in the round table so they would have told you that you know how, that, how would that change like your, how would that change your thought of what you thought in the movie and they give you that information that's at the very beginning and that's it because so yeah but then you come to find out afterwards you know, watching or I mean, watching the movie and stuff like that. But then you come to find out this is a common telling of a story from Arthian, you know, Arthurian, law. Yeah. I mean, that's like saying, hey, I, hey, there's a guy that flies over there and he has a cape. I'm not going to tell you his name, has big S on his chest. Never going to tell you his name. Never going to tell you any of the character's name around him. There's some chick that keeps stalking him from a newspaper. Not going to tell you the newspaper's name either. And I'm not going to tell you, you know, like, you need to add just a few. I'm not saying give me the whole backstory. I'm not saying add another 30 minutes. But just say, hey, King Arthur, you know, you don't, you know, just throw his name in there. Don't, don't, you don't have to give me a huge story. But you making... Everything's so vague, the entire movie just took away from it. See, I, did, I, I, really I, think, I disagree. I didn't find the... Uh, I'm glad you do, but, you know, I'm just saying 
if you are basing something off of something that is a common thing, a common a common story, then by any means, just put everybody's name out there. Just so, put everybody's name out there. Since I I have a real belief in the director's vision. Mm-hmm. I I don't think we needed to say, oh, this is King Arthur. I think. I don't think that was important to the story. I think what was important to the story is how uh, his character, Sir Gawain, felt about the king. How he felt about his mother. How he felt about what his role in this whole story was. I don't think we needed King Arthur's name. I understand that would be a lot of context, but people have ideas of what King Arthur is, and this is different. To me, it's very different. I... I agree with most of his vision. I'm just saying he got the idea from playing with Willow toys in a fucking pan, you know, <laughs> in, in his backyard. He knew who Willow was. Okay. All right, fair enough. I mean, like, like, uh, but- you know, and that's all I'm saying. Besides that, great fucking movie. Visually, great. Acting, great. Freaking the slow pace of it, even though, you know, normally I'm not a big fan of it. Fucking great. I loved everything about that. Just give us a little of the name, so a little bit of the backstory. Okay, I, you I, know, I understand what you're saying. If tomorrow, if tomorrow a Dr. Fate movie was made <laughs> about Dr. Fate, and he's just Dr. Fate, and he goes off to beat up some dude, doesn't give you the origin, doesn't give you the guy's name under the helmet, doesn't give you the name of the villain, doesn't give you the name of, you know, like, don't you want to know a little bit, at least, at least the names? Okay. You know? And that's that's my only, but it's it's kind of a big a big hiccup because I think they were being vague for the artistic reason, but I really don't think throwing Arthur's name out there would have been bad. Okay, yeah. So, but the well, how much would that uh, how much of that elevated movie do you think? Like a little bit, a little like bit. at least a little bit, because because then people are like, okay, why why do I need to care about this guy? I do Why want to, do I need to care about this guy? I do want to mention people that are familiar with the Green Knight, the actual like epic poem. They they're very different, you know. Like, like yeah, um, yeah. They 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 go a different way on telling the story. Yeah, yeah. And, and um, the ending is not gonna help. This is not gonna help people that don't like. Uh, I I have my own interpretation. My brother has his own interpretation. I I choose the way I believe. Yeah, it. We, I, we're I know. Have a different... I, I know that Deb Patel, the director, and um. In the uh, one of the crew members, they all had their different interpretation of the ending, and I do know that uh, Dave Lowry had written a uh, a scene and filmed it where it had definite ending, like right, like you knew exactly what happened, but they scrapped it, and so they they're just um they're just uh, they they decided to deal with this ending, and I think it, it works pretty well for me. It works because I like the the pondering. Some people like a story that's wrapped up. I'm not one of those people, so. Uh, yeah, and if you, if you go into this, just so you know that's also two hours, ten minutes. Uh, so get that piss in right at the very beginning of what previews are happening. Well, you know, if you've been in theaters, go ahead and go do it during Free Guy. Because that fucking, I've seen that preview so many times and I'm tired of it. Oh my God, the Free Guy preview. I, I love I love Ryan Reynolds, and that's the only reason I, I, I'm not so upset about it. But gosh, dang, I've seen that preview so many times. All right, uh, let's get some quotes. Yeah. And, um... We'll give our rating on this movie. All right. 
first, I, I want to mention the holy hand grenade that he was holding at the beginning of the movie. <laughs> right? Okay. I know I know what it is. It's an incense burner. Hey, I'm, I'm going exactly to say this real quick. I'm going to say this real quick. Magic comrade. That's all I'm going to say. Right? Right? <laughs> right? Right? I, I agree with that. I agree with that. Okay. Songs. I see no muse could sing or dream. Songs I see... No muse could sing or dream of. I had it written weird. Um, I am the luckiest here because I am among thee. Never forget what happens here upon Christmas Day. Oh, that's the other thing we didn't talk about. This is a Christmas movie. I guess so. Yeah, no, right. it's a Christmas movie. Yeah, with you. Like, if Die Hard's a Christmas movie, <laughs> this is a fucking Christmas movie. All right. It is wrong to what greatness for you. He shows... He smells like a king. No, no, he smells like a knight. I'm sorry. I wrote this in the dark. It was really dark. This movie is really dark. There wasn't a lot of light. I'm just going to just bring that up. So my handwriting's not the best on this one. Uh, you rest your bones, little knight. I will finish your quest for you. What are you doing in my bed? <laughs> I never knew so many books even existed. <laughs> You ever seen a hawk kill a horse? <laughs> I wish to see the new you. Maybe we'll miss our old friend. Are you sure there is nothing you want to give me? One year or a hundred, it wouldn't make any difference. I thought that was a great lovely mm -hmm. line. I will get a hack. I will get a hacking now. Well done, brave knight. Now off with your head. So I want to say, unhand me. It's another one. Because that was a really weird yeah. thing that I didn't expect. I was like, what? I, I didn't think they get there. Um, so uh, first off, I want to say I really like this movie. Uh, what I mm -hmm. saw on Saturday. Um, yeah. A full theater. And I want to mention something. Was it in the park? After the 4th of July? It was not. So listen. Oh. Uh, I went to my seats. And there were two people in the seats. And I was like, hey, um, you're in my seats. And I showed my, uh, the teeth, so they're like, oh, that's weird, because they say our teeth. And uh, we argued about it for a minute, and I was like, well, fuck, I'm just going to sit somewhere else. Um, we had to, me and my brother had to sit in the, like, had to wait until everyone else seated, because the seats were in, everyone else took. We had found two seats, and, like, they handicapped seats that weren't taken, and now I'm pretty sure that they just didn't have, they didn't have tickets for it. They just walked in it. So, so you should just gone get an usher. Yeah, I, I wasn't sure. By the way, I, I didn't want to miss. Always him. get it, dude. You're you're an you're a Stubbs Award person. Mm -hmm. Your tickets are correct. Yeah. He was like, he was like, you want pure seats for it? I'm like, no, not really. I want my I want the seats I bought. <laughs> um, he was. I was like, you know what? Fuck it. Like, he's like, yeah, if, you know. He's like, it's not gonna be full, and it was full. <laughs> That's one we're pissed about. He's like, it's not gonna sell, and it was like basically full. There were a few seats here and there. But anyway. You should have gotten that, gotten that for sure. But anyway, give your goddamn score. My score on this beautiful movie is a 4.2. Ooh. I really like this movie a lot. 3.9. Oh, yeah. Okay. I did like it, but the vague thing. Would the Arthur, I, if they would mention King Arthur, would it have gotten a four, you think? If they, if they would have just given everybody a fucking name, man. <laughs> just give everybody a fucking name. It's not that difficult. I, I get that they're trying to make it a way far as possible. But especially since, you know, Joel Edgerton, who's already played the main character before. 
<laughs> yes, I forgot about that. Um, Joel Edgerton, if you don't know this, um, played in the 2004 uh, version of King Arthur, which was kind of like the new metal King Arthur. This is the best way I could say it. Okay. Because it's during that new metal phase of the world. Yeah, there's there was a um, thing like when movies were like becoming super fucking edgy for some reason. Yeah, and it was the edgy King Arthur, and uh, Joel Edgerton played uh, Sir. Um, Wait, was gosh, that? Hang on, I got to see the name. That was the um, Sir. Uh, go ahead. Gawain. 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 Yeah, there were like four different ways to say his name. I was talking to a friend about this movie who saw he saw it too, and um, he uh. He, he was not a fan of it. He yeah, was, I can hear you perfectly fine. What are you, what are you talking about? Um, I accidentally clicked okay. over on Facebook, <sighs> and um, it, I could hear I could hear everything going on twice. It was really so weird. So I had a friend who this. It may be weird. He, he was not a fan of the, art, of the slowness of it, but I, I was a big fan of the pacing. Um, so you get a 3.9. I get a 4.2. Now, was that the yes. big, bad, mean... Oh, well, no, we'll start with the audience. What do you think the audience say? Leave this one. Hit yes. On the, by the way, um, we're on Rotten Tomatoes. We do this every show. Neil tries to guess the audience and critic score. I've looked at it all week, so I know already. But um, uh, Neil tries to guess it because he avoids it. So what's the audience score on The Green Knight, you think? Um, 72%. 53%. Oh wow! Audience says, wow. "For better or for worse, the beautifully my uh, over for better and for worse, the beautifully filmed Green Knight is a different take on a classic story that takes in its time in the telling and leaves a lot open to interpretation." So, nice. well, a lot of people don't like the, the time takes. <laughs> what is the critics score on this? Probably something ridiculous like ninety-one. Is that what you're going with? Is that your final answer? Yeah. 88%. Uh, Crits and 88? Yeah, 88. Crits and Nice. I was close. The Green Knight honors and deconstructs its source material in equal measure, producing an absorbing adventure that casts a fantastical spell. Um, do you think that... Oh, sorry. It's marketed the wrong way? The movie? Do you think... Yes. you think people think it's some sort of role-leaking adventure? It's not really that. It's a uh, much slower, much more uh, paced differently, and so, uh, you know, it's you're 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 um, you're cut differently. All right, okay. I'm not. I, I like the movie, dude. Okay, uh, but I, I, th- I think that's all we had to say about the Green Knight. Um, you got news? I got news. Let's give you some news. This is the movies that don't suck and suddenly do news segment. I'll say new stuff. You might have heard it. You might have heard it. But guess what? I'm going to tell you it anyway. Jeffers. Let's talk about let's talk about people that are getting richer. Uh, Jeff Bezos. I got two stories about that. Let's just get done and over <laughs> with that. South Park creators oh, yeah. Trey Parker and Matt Stone sign a $900 million <laughs> Viacom CBS deal for 14 movies planned for Paramount Plus. Yeah, they're really trying to get us to buy that subscription for that, too. And uh, I gotta be honest, this might do it. <laughs> I'm really honest. <laughs> <laughs> 
Comedy Central is the home at Paramount Plus, so they already got all that going. And now, um, good old South Park Studios uh, has been closed for more than a year, so it stands to reason that the upcoming fi- uh, films, like the hour-long specials, were produced remotely from the crew's home because they've closed the house, the the studio since the pandemic. Yeah, sure. But yeah, I mean, yeah. So there's that. Yeah, I mean, the, the, they're really putting their their money. Where, where they want this shit, so they got a tons of stuff coming out, and uh, I guess it's no um, no one's stopping. Can't stop, won't stop, Trey Parker. No one's stopping. Another person, Reese Witherspoon, her production company has just sold for nine hundred million dollars. What in the fuck, really? Wait, what, what is your production company? Hello Sunshine had just sold for nine hundred million dollars as part of a new streaming venture run by the former Disney executives. Dude, the streaming bubble can't sustain the way this way, right? No, no. Sooner or later, it's gonna pop. Because no one wants to pay, you know, you know, five bucks here, ten bucks there. Like, like I, I mean, I. I I don't know, man. I'm just... They gotta do something. And that's the reason why we pay for it. Let's just be honest. Yeah. I guess you're right. Um, how do you celebrate your 51st birthday, Chris? What's the best way to celebrate your 51st birthday? I don't know. I haven't thought that far out yet. So a little ways away from me. So what? How, how did one celebrity celebrate their 51st birthday? Kevin Smith uh-huh. celebrated his 51st birthday by started filming on Clerks 3. Yeah, I know that the guy who played Randall. Isn't that the way to do it? Yeah, I know the guy, the guy who played Randall, he wasn't going to do it, and then he just decided like, he was. Like, after he was like, I'll do it again. Um, I, I, I like those movies. They're fine. Oh, my God, I can't wait for part three because uh, so many things has come out of the raps like, uh, Kevin Smith is trying to tell, talk to the, the San uh, San Jose Sharks because uh, they're trying to wear the same clothes that they wore in the first one. Oh yeah, because Kevin Smith can now fit in the same clothes he had on. He, in the first he used to just wear hockey clothes everywhere. <laughs> I remember that. Yeah, he, was, he was ginormous. Yeah, now, now he's a skinny guy. Uh, so. All right, Ant Man three might have an actor they did not mention anywhere. For some reason, this actor keeps on showing up in Paul Rudd pictures all across of the tweet world. Are they done the filming Ant-Man 3? Is it no, they're, they're filming it right now. Okay, so uh, who's it? Dan Levy. Yeah, yeah, okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, I did yeah. see it. I did see it. I, like, I love Dan Levy. Um, if you guys haven't been watching Shit's Creek, you fucking... Get on that. I mean, it's a, one of the best shows the past. You got to do it. Yeah. You got to watch it. I, I've only watched half of it, but um, it, it's it. a really good show. And I, I throw it on in the background, um, and I like it. Ever I since, like it a lot. Ever since uh, The Office switched to uh, Peacock, my wife refused to pay for it. That's our she, uh, show go to sleep to because it used to be uh, The Office. You know, you used to fall asleep to that. Now it's just... um. Now it's just this this show that we get put on and go to sleep. All right, now I know I know this is a big thing for you, so we got to talk about it. There is a new 
Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Turtles in a Half Shell Tower, is being written by the Jost Brothers. Okay. Uh, Colin Jost from Saturday Night Live does Weekend Update, and his brother Casey are writing the script for a new Ninja Turtles movie for Paramount Pictures. I know they've had a few of them, and like in the past ten years, they've had ones that I didn't go see. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, yeah, but uh, uh, the last one was actually it was you know story wise is like eh, or they uh, it was Michael Bay, so he kind of eh, you know, mm-hmm. overdid it mm-hmm. a little bit, mm-hmm. you know, like he does. But it was like the closest thing to the cartoon we've had the entire time. Stephen Amell played Casey Jones. Krang was in it. The Foot Clan, Bebop, and Rocksteady were in it, and so like. Me as a as a Ninja Turtles geek yeah, back I was in the too. day, I was too. I was Ninja Turtle uh, betting as a kid. So, were you a Ninja Turtle fan? Oh, absolutely. Don't tell us, my dude. Let's go get Ninja Turtle tattoos. Uh, I don't know about that. <laughs> I Why not? I, I just I thought we were friends, dude. We are friends. Who was your dude? Why, why don't you love me? Who like was that? your favorite turtle? Uh, definitely Michelangelo, dude. I was a Michelangelo. What was Michelangelo? Oh, well, Raphael. Raphael, both of them. Raphael's crotchety, sort of like, like, like broody. He was he was the Kristen Stewart of them <laughs> when it comes to brooding. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but uh, I was a uh, I was Dantel guy. Uh, Bo staff. Jeff Goldblum has just signed on to do the Stephen Fry memoir adopt adaptation of The Liar. Okay. Yeah, Jeff Goldblum. You can you can kind of do whatever he wants now. He's got that. Yeah, he's, he's got that Jeff cloud. Freaking Goldblum, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Jeff Goldblum. Jeff Goldblum. Um, let's see here. Hey, what's your favorite Jeff Goldblum movie? You think? Uh, Buckaroo Banzai. Really? That's where you going with? It's not the fly. Oh no! Uh, Earth Girls are easy. <laughs> okay, all right. You ever seen that one? Yeah, I mean, I, I, I've always. I'm, I'm just kidding. kidding. Come on, Jeff Goldblum's number one movie of all time. We know what it is. It's fucking Jurassic Park. It's gotta be. It's gotta be, right? Like it's Jurassic Park. Period. Yeah, that's what I mean. Everyone knew. People knew who he was, but people didn't really know who he was till he was uh, Doctor Malcolm. <laughs> so, Greenland Part Two. Just sold for $75 million to STX. Has picked up the rights of the Jared Butler disaster movie sequel, Migration. It's Greenland Migration. So, uh, yeah, it's going to be talking about them going everywhere outside of the place that they were at. Okay, cool, I guess. I mean, I don't really know what they're going to do with the second one. The the whole cool part of... Huh? No, no, go ahead. The whole first one was about the... The main event, like, 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 like. Yeah. So now the next one is going to be um, all about after the main event. Yeah, afterwards the aftermath. So the thing, the thing is about the first one, uh, and it's, it's, it's a fine device. It's a disaster movie, so you know what you're getting getting into it, and everyone's mm-hmm. excited about it. But the ending of it, like, if they come out after nine months, not how it works. It would be at least not like nine years before they could come out of the vault, like in real yeah. life. Something like that happened, but you know what? That's that's what this is. <laughs> Did you know Takiti Wahidi is writing a script? Are, are we doing his name right? I'm almost sure it's not. It's something else. 
I don't know. I can. Do you want to? I'll look it up real okay. quick. Yeah, listen. Go ahead and listen to um. How to pronounce? Because I think it's Taika. I think it's Taika's. Taika Wahidi. Yeah. So um, because now before I'm, I'm looking it up. I know this is such great radio. Yeah, right yeah, here. yeah. That Everybody's good. like. So all right, here we go. Here we go. Oh, someone did it. Someone did it. All okay. right, so there's a video. Well, All right, we, let me hear it. Yeah, here in the and of course, there's an advertisement for McDonald's at the beginning I'm, for a good five yeah, seconds. Yeah, my someone says it's Taika, so there's no Tahiti in it. It's Taika something. Taika, Taika. So it's Taika, like Taika Babuka. The Taika Dabuka, Dabuka, like normal. Like normal, I was saying right. I think. Shut up. Taka Waititi. Taka Waititi. Taka. Watiti. Okay, so tell me about the Taka Watiti news. All right. Anyway, so he was supposed to do an animated movie, yeah. and he decided, nah, I ain't going to make this animated. I'm going to make it live action. And what movie is this? And you know what? It is the best theme song ever done by Queen. Um, so is it going to be uh, Flash Gordon? Flash fucking Gordon, man. Yeah. Flash. Ah, I'm. By the universe. way, I'm. I'm too young to know almost anything about it. You never watched Flash Gordon? No, man. I was too young. Not even once. No, man. I was too young. What the fuck is wrong with you? I'm gonna say it again. I was too young to even know what the fuck. This uh, no, was. no, 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 no. Has nothing to do with age. Nothing to do with age. Uh, viewers, if you've seen Flash Gordon and you're under the age of 35, uh, weigh in. I have not seen it. You're just so weird, dude. <laughs> you're, you're too white. Okay. Oh, I, oh, the random guy that's on the Facebook. I don't know what the picture that looks exactly like you said he ain't seen it. I don't know who He's that just a big be. fan that he uses my photo for his He's profile. He's a big fan he uses your photo, right? That's it? <laughs> no. um, All right, so here's a good story. You ready for this? Yeah, I'm sure. Right. Listen, Brandon Frazier has just joined Leonardo DiCaprio's Martin Scorsese's movie, Killers of the Flower Moon. There you go. Yeah. I told you he was coming back, bro. So we're going to have plenty of time to advertise him in the future. I can't wait, man. I told I'm, you I'm, that. I'm super excited for uh, this movie. Um, it's got Jesse Plymouth in it too. It's gonna have Jason as well. It's got all kinds of people in it, and uh, I just I just wanted to be filmed already and thrown out on uh, on Apple TV because that's the reason I it. But that and Ted Lasso. So, <laughs> mm. God, the, God, do you remember that short with Thor? Yeah, and he was living with a guy. Yeah, that commercial or whatever he did. Yeah, and he was living with Daryl, and he was just like. <laughs> All right, Daryl is going to be in Thor: Love and Thunder. The guy who plays Daryl. Okay. Yeah. 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 No. No. Daryl, oh. the character, okay, okay. the roommate of Thor yeah. in those commercials with oh. Thor, is going to be in Thor: Love and Thunder. When did she? Did it used to be called Asgardians of the Galaxy? No, no, that was just what everybody. They're going to show up in there, right? Enough. They got to right in Thor: Love and Thunder. Like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They have to. I'm sure. Do, uh, do, okay. Yeah. Okay. Over fifty MCU stars are returning for Marvel's What If series. 
50. That's a lot of people, man. I'm not going to list them all. Go look it up. But we're talking <laughs> everybody. I'm not going to go through this list, dude. It's everybody. Uh, Dum Dum Dugan's in it. Like Jane Foster, Ego. Uh, so, you know, you're talking Kurt Russell. You're talking, you know, Neil McDowell. You know, everybody. Are, are, are I'm not even going to go through Indian Eternals showing up in it? Are you looking? Yes. Yeah. Yes. I was reading it real quick so I could I could answer that question. This guy that um what's... all right. Okay, go ahead. Sorry. Last but not least, let's talk about them. We gotta talk about them. We gotta talk about the big lawsuits that just got settled. First, let's talk about the sexiest man that's ever walked the planet Earth. We all know him. His name is Mr. Johnny Depp. He finally won a lawsuit. Yeah. Against Amber Hood in the L A C L U donation investigation. Now she said that she took all the money from the divorce on August 16, 2016. A $7 million settlement was reached, which Heard claimed she would donate the entire amount to American Civil Liberties Union and Children's Hospital I guess in Los she Angeles. Didn't do that. Depp then sued Heard in 2019 for $50 million to Flamish uh, lawsuit after her publication in the Washington Post, which led to the trial in 2020, where Depp lost. Just four days later, he revealed he has been asked to resign from a role in Grinwald and the upcoming Fantastic Beats after multiple rejections and courts appeal. Depp has now won a lawsuit to unveil whether Heard did donate that money as alleged. So now there's going to be a huge investigation Hopefully she does some jail time. Do you, I don't think we know the whole story, so I'm I'm trying to keep my uh, my my judgment on this whole thing, kind of like, you know, I don't think we know the whole story. I can't, and of course I know that we all have Johnny Depp, right? Uh, but, yeah. But I mean, it's, I'm just whatever. Mads Mikkelsen took over. I his know role. enough of the story to know that she's the abusive one. Uh. Mads Mikkelsen took over his role, though. And I'm happy about it for Matt. He's, mm-hmm. so, he's so good. Um, and last but not least, okay. because we're about to talk about this company, let's talk about the big lawsuit going on right the now. Scar Joe thing. Scarlett Johansson and how ugly Disney has gotten. <laughs> what have they her. done now? They kind of sue her? They have, here, let me, in quotes, I am not. Yeah, I'm not misquoting this one. Uh, Brian Lord, the co-chairman of Creative Artists Agency, has now released a statement believing that the Disney is mixed characterizing Johansson as being insensitive to the issue. They have shamelessly and falsely accused Miss Johansson of being insensitive to the global COVID pandemic in an attempt to make her appear to be someone they and I know she isn't. Disney's direct attack on her character and also implied is beneath the company that many of us in the creative community have worked with successfully for decades. Not only that, but they let everybody know how much she got paid. They let everybody know all the benefits. Like, they're making it very clear that she has no reason to sue them. Yeah, they're making it seem like she's like, so like uh, that she's not entitled to anything because she got paid so much already. But... You know, if you renege on a contract, that's different. So yeah. So I mean, I I, uh, I, I know she got paid a fucking like a a, a little fuck ton of money, but you also signed the contract. So uh, it's I don't know. 
I don't know. It's not like that she's super. It's not. It's not like they can't use. Um, it's not like she owns the you know Black Widow. But I hope they come. Yeah, she doesn't. That's all Marvel. That's all Marvel and Disney. So I don't. Um, The company included here. Here's what the the rest of the quote says. This is a different quote from the same guy. The company included her salary and their press statement in an attempt to weaponize her success as an artist and businesswoman Mm -hmm. as if they were something she should be ashamed of. Scarlett is extremely proud of her work that she and all the actors, writers, directors, producers, and Marvel creative team have been a part of for the past decade. Yeah. I don't know what to say, dude. I don't know what to say to that. You know, I think she's she was she was quoted a price. And she didn't get it because they released on streaming. I get it why she's upset. I would be upset too. Um, so you know what? Just pay her the money. But you know who doesn't care? Give her a payoff. You know who doesn't care? Yeah. Dwayne The Rock Johnson doesn't care. Oh, what a segue. Dwayne The Rock Johnson does not care. That is the movies that don't suck in some of the news. We talked about a bunch of stuff. If you have questions, you can email me at www.idongiveafuck.com. Actually, if movie, info movies don't suck.net might be the best place to get a hold of us. <laughs> uh, uh, or, you know, or also, um, also uh, movies don't suck podcast at gmail.com. So, um, yeah. Uh, so, I think uh, it's MTDS. Oh, no, it's movies don't suck at podcast at gmail. All right. Yes. Let's get to it. Let's get to the big, sexy, fun movie of the week. The one, the only, Bruise Down in the Jungle, Jungle Cruise. Uh, directed by Jami Colette Sarah. Uh, he's done things mm-hmm. like Orphan. Uh, you remember yes. Orphan? House of Wax. Yeah, I do. Unknown. Oh, believe me, I looked up this whole entire staff after I watched the movie. Uh, and then after I got done looking up the entire staff, I watched the movie twice. Oh, so you, you paid 30 bucks for this movie again? Yes, I paid 30 bucks for this movie, Chris. I had a family of four that wanted to watch it. Okay. Uh, it's. Well, I didn't pay for it. I mean, you know, anyway. Oh, you better fucking it's a pay family, for it. It's a family account. Okay. <laughs> I, uh, I don't pay for this. But anyway. Written by, uh, written by uh, Michael Green. He also wrote Blade Runner 2049, Logan, and the uh, mm-hmm. movie on top of Green Lantern. And um. Also written by Glenn Ficarra. Yeah. He also wrote the Green Lantern animated series and animated movies that were some of the best animated movies that came out of the DC universe besides the Batman's universe. Also, also this guy wrote um, I Love You, Phil Morris, uh, Ficarra and John Reckle. Mm-hmm. There's so many people involved in writing this, which made me worried at first. Um, no, no, there's no reason to worry. Uh, but the, this stars Dwayne Johnson. Yeah, you're right, CJ. That's a lot of homophobia coming out of a very angry man. Also, uh, Emily, <laughs> uh, he plays Frank Wolf. Emily Blunt plays Lily Houghton. Listen up, fucker! Mm-hmm. I have shot and buried three vagrants in the past year. Also, Jack Whitehall is McGregor Houghton, who uh, plays um, in a Lily's brother. It's complicated, all right? I didn't want to bore you with it. The important lesson here is for you to look for the positives in failure. It's also stills Jesse Plemons. It's Prince. Yes. Prince, welcome. Paul Giamatti's in this thing. 
all Giamani, but we yeah. just did a Giamani thing last week, so mm-hmm. I was like, I guess I'll give him a sound bit next time. Is it? So, so, I'm so, glad Paul Giamani is getting a lot of work, man. I know he's in stuff, man. <laughs> I didn't realize, but Paul Giamani. That's a. But why don't you go ahead and read the storyline for this movie? Oh, I'll be more than happy to read the storyline of this one, even though it's only a sentence. Yeah. Based on Disneyland's or Disney World's theme park ride where a small riverboat takes a group of travelers through a jungle filled with dangerous animals and reptiles, but with a supernatural element. So the way I've been describing people that ask about this movie, it's like any First, let's let us let's ask let's ask the big question here. How many times have you been on Jungle Cruise? A zero. I've never been in this on this ride. You been on twice? Yes, oh, it's both, a very fun ride. Both in Orlando? And, um, both the, ones the beginning of this movie, mm-hmm. when Rock takes the um, the tourist on the boat, mm-hmm. and he does all those different weird little things. Is that what happened? Stuff like that. Yeah, that's, a lot of that happens mm-hmm. on okay. the boat ride. But anyway, but when you said it, you explained this movie to people. I want to hear your explanation, how you explain this movie I said to it people. Was like ne- I'll give you- it's like Nina and Joe's Light mixed with Pirates of the Caribbean, um, and I can't, the, there's a third one I can't forget, but that's what it's like. It's mummy. It's the mummy. It's the mummy. It's Pirates of the Caribbean and it's Indiana Jones all wrapped in a fucking one. Now, of course, the, the character of uh, Dwayne Johnson is not going to rival uh, Indy, you know, uh, but, but the movie itself is a very fun movie. Very fun. This is, I have to say this, this is the Best original Disney movie they have done in fucking years, I think, since Pirates of the Goddamn Caribbean. Yeah. It's, like, it's, literally, I cannot think of a funny, funner movie than this movie that Disney has made. Now, a lot of people are thinking that they're milking stuff with the rides, and that may be true, but this actually, this has a story. It's a fun movie. I enjoyed it. Like, like I, I 100% enjoyed it. <laughs> but I gotta tell you, man, when I, when I bought a ticket for it, I saw an IMAX. I bought a ticket for it, and the theaters like had like eight people. It was like a Monday, right? Like Monday evening, and I got my ticket, and I went to my seat, and there was a dude who got a ticket directly next to me. Like, there's all these seats. Like, oh, dude, I hate that. I yeah. hate that. And so I got up, uh, like you know, an hour in, I went to take a piss, sat down somewhere else. But I was like, why did this guy choose a seat right fucking next to me? You next know? to you. Someone stole your seat in the one movie, and then someone sits right next okay, to you well, on the other one. I, no, so, honestly, if this was full, I would have no issues with it, right? Like, because I, I, I kind of like the communal sort of, you know, feeling of being in a movie. But uh, right. when there's when it's an empty theater, I kind of want my space, man. It's like an airplane. Yeah, I kind of do, too. If you're in a half-full airplane, and you have this whole road stuff, you're like, fuck yeah. But, um... Um, yeah. I would say, what, Cruella... Was another one that they did, which good. was the last movie That's pretty good. besides Luca, besides yeah. Luca, which we, we covered that one as well. Yeah, um, I'm trying, I'm looking at all over all of um, Disney stuff. Yeah, literally, this is uh, yeah, I think this is the best movie on the entire list, except for Corella. I guess Corella would be kind of I kind of like that. I like this one, Corella. I think I, I really did. Um, yeah, uh, man. This movie was so much fun. I was belly laughing. <laughs> I have not belly laugh. Uh, like, you, are, you know, if you're listening to the beginning of this podcast, you already know I've had a really tough fucking week. This was the first thing that made me belly fucking laugh all week long. And I was having a hoop. I felt like I was stoned and I wasn't. 
I mean, I was dead sober. Oh, good for and you, man. I was good for there. you. Yeah. yeah I, was, I, was, I was just sitting there, and the one-liners that they fed the rock, you know. Um, so if I had to say one thing about Dwayne Johnson is that yeah. he's such a charming actor. Like, like I honestly, like, even when he's in there shitty, I like him in it. Like, like he's just really good. And the one of the things that I know that Dwayne Johnson's never like G.I. Joe, G.I. Joe retaliation. That movie sucked, but the rock kind of saved it. So listen, the, there's one thing that I Journey know to the center of the earth too. <laughs> I mean, it's like a meme. It's a meme that's still going on to this day. So one thing that about the rock, I know he's never going to do. He's never going to challenge me. In a way, like, 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 I'm never gonna be like, wow, this is a challenging movie, and he challenged me as an actor. No, but he's always gonna be fucking delightful as a person. Yeah. He's always gonna find you're gonna find a way to like him in any way. Um, so, uh, right off the bat, if you The Rock, like, like, he's good. The Rock and the and the chemistry between The Rock oh, and Emily Blunt and Jack Whitehill. Well, um. Fantastic. Whitehall, sorry, yeah. just fantastic. The three of them play off of each other. I could watch um, another movie with them in it, like in a heartbeat. You know, like just these characters. Yeah, I could literally go go watch the interviews and yeah. stuff that that they've been doing t- together. Oh my gosh, these three had a great time filming this, and you can tell they like each other. Mm-hmm. They literally love each other. Like they're just like we're having a good time. They, they, how does Emily Blunt? How does Emily Blunt go back to John after you know? Is Jim really that good after she gets a little bit of the rock? <laughs> Why don't you ask her? We'll give her a call. I know, I'm just kidding. We'll give her a call. Yeah. Um, but, uh, no, like, uh, even I had, like, they did sink in a little bit about uh, McGur- uh, Jack Whitehall's character, McGregor. I thought that was pretty cool they brought that up, you know? Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Um, and, you know, it's, it's, it's a movie that's one, it's not going to offend anyone. <laughs> like no one's gonna watch this and be offended. Oh no, it's gonna offend some people. You think it's gonna offend people that do dad jokes? Okay, I gotcha. <laughs> um, uh, <laughs> but uh, it's 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 a good family movie. But I saw it myself and I liked it. So what does yeah. that say? Um, I was I was really pleased with it. It's um, like, like you said, it's not winning awards, but it's it's just a, it's just a fun movie. It's, yeah, it's a very fun movie. Let's talk about the musical scoring. Okay. Did you notice it? What do you mean? Doesn't care to what I say. Doesn't care for what I've known. I know. Okay, you have to, you have and to, nothing else matters. Okay, you have to explain to me what you're talking about. Metallica's Nothing Else Matters was the background for the opening and two other parts in this movie. In fact, the guy who did the music music for this movie wanted to use that, literally called up Metallica. Metallica came down with the orchestra and re-recorded Nothing Else Matters in that orchestric way. Like when the opening of the Disney castle is being seen like you just see at the beginning of a Disney movie, it's Nothing Else Matters. As soon as it started, I was like, everybody in the room's like, well, I go, does no one else understand that's fucking Metallica right now? <laughs> like, so I do have something to say about Metallica. I'm not, I'm not the biggest fan. Uh, 
I know, you just don't like really good bands that sell out every show they ever do. Yeah, I get it. Anyway. Dude, we talked about we talked about this, dude. We talked about tell fucking Taylor Swift sells out she just does that mean she's the best musician ever? She's a, she's a really good musician. She's like the Dolly Parton of just the generation, dude. She's beautiful. But uh, what I'm saying is that is that we talked about money and uh, quality. All, no, I'm not talking with- about money. I'm not talking about money. This is this is what proves it that they're one of the best musicians of all time. I love it when people call them sellouts, and then James always says to him, "Yes, you're right. We are sellouts. We sell out every fucking show we ever book." Again, that doesn't impress me. That makes you sound. Oh, confused. so you mean? So you mean? But listen, listen. I'm not. I'm not talking shit, Metallica. Not, I'm so not, that's why they can't no, play no, stadium no, I'm not saying that. I'm not saying people. that. What I'm saying is that is that you look at something like we talked about this. I think off the air. You look at something mm-hmm. like 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 for example, last a couple weeks ago. I'm still fuming about this. Well, a couple weeks ago, you mentioned uh, that uh, fighting for my family had a preview during. Uh, a movie, a WWE Raw, which makes sense. They didn't have to pay for the advertising. The movies, yeah. And you're like, well, did, uh, did no, Midsummer? They still had to pay. Yeah, yeah very, very little because the, the Rock's production company made it. They still had to pay. But yeah, WWE anyway. Films made this movie, made that movie, and it's a good movie. Fighting with, fighting with my family is a good yeah, movie. Yeah, but WWE Films doesn't own USA Network and NBC. Regardless, dude, they they aired it because obviously the fan base that watches Raw would go see Fighting with My Family, which you obviously did. You were super excited well, for it. Well, watches what? Fighting with My Family. You It's Monday Raw, right? They watch Raw! I don't have a, a clip on here for that. <laughs> but um, listen, what I'm getting at is that just because something makes money doesn't mean it's good. But... You're but right. You're right. Titanic sucks. Dark Knight sucks. And those are movies that made money and they're not good. Neither one of them. Nothing is good about either one of those. And they both suck. You're correct. Hold You're exactly on my line. I mean, you, I, you know where we're at we, now, we, dude. Listen, listen, yeah. listeners, I need to let you know that I think Dark Knight is a fantastic movie. Uh, mm. One day, what, dude? I talked to I talked to one of the biggest. You just vets. told me things that make money aren't good. No, I said I said they don't correlate. I didn't say they weren't good. I You're said, right. You're, they don't correlate. Dark Knight obviously sucks <laughs> because of that. One day, I'm uh, the other biggest Batman Batman uh, fan. Titanic. I, know. I sent you sucks. I, I sent you the screenshots, but you were having a bad day, so it didn't really probably didn't even pay attention. Yeah, I had a really bad day. <laughs> yeah. That day, so, yeah. Uh, but um, uh, go back and listen, I, go I, back I to our go through matches and see what the other biggest Batman fan I know says about the Dark Knight. No, that's all right. Anyway, what were we talking about? Oh yeah, the Jungle Rocks. Cruise. <laughs> Let's get back to the Jungle Cruise movie and stop arguing over <laughs> dumb shit. Uh, we're like a hundred. We're like an hour and twenty minutes in. We're starting. We haven't even talked half about. This okay, so the, so it's um, the visual effects are amazing. The storyline is awesome. They thrilling, li- li- thrilling action. <laughs> they're already working on a part two. Of course, uh, I don't know if they and, need um, a part two. Do they need a part two? Yeah, fuck yeah, they do. You know why? Because I want to see Emily Blunt and The Rock and Jack White. This is the new uh, National Treasure. This is the new. That, no, that's a great way. Of it. I was gonna say it was like National Treasure because because you and I. This we, is we grew up in the eighties. Uh, Indiana Jones is huge, and that was that's sort of what we look to when it comes to adventure films. We want that. We want that same sort of adventure, and this has that. This is the thing. 
You get your cast together mm-hmm. within the 15, first 15 minutes. Yeah. You set them on an adventure. You throw a wall in their way. They save the day after they break down the wall. That is the formula for all the movies we are comparing this to. Yeah. All the movies, yeah. The movie ends how you want it to. There's nothing... There's nothing that's gonna challenge you. You you might you're gonna laugh. You might cry this is a little just bit. A good you're fucking feel, movie to watch. Yeah, it's it's a it's a perfect family movie. I think that you know, uh, people will bring their family. They're gonna have a good time seeing this movie. This is a good movie. It's it's fun. Yeah, this is a good movie. Uh, I've watched it twice already, mm-hmm. and I mean I mean if that tells you anything. Yeah, yeah. I watched it. Everybody left. It was me and my wife. She was passed out. I rewatched it. <laughs> yeah. You know, um, here, let me get some quotes and we'll give our, uh, we'll give our, uh, good old ratings on this. Um, you are not where you're, you're supposed to be. The secret Gunters are the, oh, I'm sorry. You're not where you're supposed (laughs) to be. No, I, I, I'm sorry. You're not, you're not where you're supposed to be. The secretary's quarters are that way. (laughs) Breaking an entry, grand larceny, and force me to ride public transpo. All right, you ready? Mm-hmm. Here they come. They're going to start right now. Those are two cans playing their favorite game, beak wrestling, and only two can play. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right. Know this everything in the jungle wants to kill you. I get paid by the number of people I take out, not bring back. (laughs) He looks 10, but he's 42. (laughs) Why have to pay more if dead? Because I have to carry you back. Can this one stay? No. This one? What is it? Liquor. Yeah, that one can stay. Who brings a submarine to the Amazon? Oh, man. Chris, I had a girlfriend once. She was cross-eyed. It didn't work out. We never saw eye to eye. (laughs) You want to be the Darwin of flowers? They're taking us into headhunter territory, a bad place to be headed. (laughs) (laughs) it's only a scam if you fall for it i like that line are you wearing pants under your pants (laughs) uh good good little murder cat there's a thin line between life and death and it's fading pretty quick and then last but not least is earlier in the movie but i made this the last one you ready for this one the rocks you see here are sandstone, but some people just take them for granite. Oh, oh! So, uh, like I said, sorry. Uh, uh, it's one of it's one of my bolder attractions. <laughs> so, because uh, they're rock jokes, and the uh, rock said them. That's uh, why they had to be last. All right. So, anyway. um, uh, since I gave my my score last time first, you go first this time. Oh, man, this is a four point five for me. Man, this is the best Disney movie 
Yeah, dude. I I can rewatch this. This is like the their pirates. This is a new Pirates of the Caribbean, man. I tell you, if they don't make three movies of this, I would be surprised. I'd be one hundred. I don't know how they'll do it, and it'll get dumb at the end, just like you know, Dead Man's World or Dead Man at the End of the World or The World's End or I can't remember the names of all the freaking Pirates of the Caribbean. Like the first one was good, the second one's, eh, and then the, like third and fourth was kind of like, yeah, maybe you should have stopped at the second. Yeah. Um, and I think this is probably where Disney will go with this. And to be honest, since Emily Blunt is, her and her husband are going to be a big part of Disney coming up in the next 10 years of their life. Um, cause you know who they're going to play, right? No. Emily Blunt and her husband, John. John yeah. Yeah. Are going to be Mr. And Mrs. Reed Richards, the and Sue Storm, the leaders of the Fantastic Four. Okay, okay. For Marvel. Okay, so owned by Disney. Okay, so and she's already Mary fucking Poppins. All right, it's uh, like. So uh, my my score in this, and I had a hard time doing because I do think that the uh, the the Green Knight is a better made movie, and I, but mm-hmm. but I didn't enjoy it as much as this. So I'm 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 gonna go with a four point. Two, again. Yeah, um, uh, I mean, this is a fun to be movie. Honest, this I, is. I had a great time watching this movie. This is the best thing The Rock has been in in a few years. This is like, I mean, and I'm not saying The Rock's movies are bad, but they are what they are. They're action movies. They blow you up. You know, things like that. Hobbs and Shaw was good, stuff like I know that. But like, had, I know that The Rock had a passion for this movie. He used to produce it. He's been trying to make this movie for a couple of years now. And if I have, yeah. So, I'm- and uh, to be honest, uh, knocked it out of the fucking park. Um, I, I, all right, give me the scores. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go very high numbers on these. Um, okay, audience so- score. Okay, what do you think? Audience score is ninety three percent. Ninety two percent. Off by one. All right. Audience says funny, full of action, all all around good time. Jungers ride what we're taking. Uh, critic score. 95. 64. What the fuck? Great consensus is, its craft isn't quite as sturdy as some of the classic adventures it's indebted to, but Joan Cruz remains a fun, family-friendly voyage. I'm in between so those. It's a good. it's a good comment. Well, it's just... But it's, a shitty score. I, I, one, I don't, I don't know if they're... I don't, a lot of people, I don't know why... It's... Because it, it, it's, it's easy fun. So a lot of critics are going to be like, well... It was fun or no, whatever. It's too easy. Yeah. Know, we can't. We can't like fun. We can't like laughter. We can't like things that make us feel good and yummy inside. You bastards. Well, yeah, and we're sort of in between critics as, and we like stuff audiences like, and we like stuff that critics like. I don't. A lot of people win this. I don't know where they're looking for, but I was. I was. It, it's a, I didn't walk into this thing thinking it was going to be goddamn, you know, the Godfather. I you, didn't think it was going to be. Four point five. Yeah, I gave it a good rating because it's a fun, good movie. It's very rewatchable. I can watch this movie after watching this movie and still laugh my ass off. I know because I did it. Yeah, yeah, and that's and it's a fun movie. It's 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 inoffensive and it's you're gonna have a good time watching it. It, I, you know, you know what it is. You know what it is. The critics just don't want to admit The Rock did a good movie. Yeah, yeah, me right. 
<laughs> I, I mean, let's just be honest. They, I mean, or I mean, let's go say Dwayne Johnson. I guess I should uh, respect yeah, stop, him on that. Fact. Yeah, because he doesn't like to be called that. And it's hard for me, you know. I'm a wrestling fan. I mean, I got the world championship belt. Like, what? Where is it at? It's like, what? Where? Where? where it's like, right, okay, it's right there. But you can't see because there's a blanket on his lap right now. Well, they, but they, literally, looks like they, right well, behind me. They liked him. They liked Figure Seven. They liked Jumanji. They liked Moana. Right. But uh, like literally. I sit here, and right behind me is the WWE Championship all the time, and uh, I mean this is this is this is a three hundred dollar fucking replica belt. I mean I I didn't, you know, this is a beautiful piece of artwork okay. here, <laughs> uh, but and it's been worn by The Rock, and uh, not this specific yeah. one. <laughs> I, I, I have a cool question, but, man. Good question, you there? Uh, what do you think we're watching next week? Suicide Squad, right? I'm excited for it. I gotta be honest. I'm super excited for it. Uh, you know, watch I would it. go watch it. I would go watch it tomorrow if I didn't have to uh, tow around uh, a pop star, or a Christian pop star, all day. So, are you gonna see it in theaters or HBO Max? Oh yeah, yeah, in theaters. Okay. I mean, I might if I even if I do watch an HBO Max, it'll be a it'll second be a rewatch. Yeah, it'll be the second rewatch. Yeah, yeah. yeah um, I, I gotta see this in the theater. So, uh, also, we're doing that. And I guess we're doing Stillwater. Like I can't think of anything else out that's gonna compete with Suicide Squad. If not Stillwater, it'll be something big that we've missed or something like that pro- on pro- one of the platforms. It'll probably be Stillwater. I mean, it'll probably be Stillwater, but it just matters because there's so much stuff being just dumped out right now. <laughs> uh, and the week after that, we see Free Guy finally, and then we start seeing previews for that. Oh my God! Can I stop seeing Free Guy? All right. Um, so. Uh, that's next week. Uh, you can visit us online. We don't suck down that. We're on Facebook at facebook.com. So as soon as you don't suck, uh, podcast, we're on Twitter at NDS podcast. We're on Instagram at NDS podcast. We have Patreon, patreon.com slash news don't suck. We are on a pay, uh, bonfire. Search your name. You'll find, uh, you know, shirts and other things, just mostly shirts, uh, with our faces or just the one Neil's wearing. We'll show off their, show off your shirt. There it goes. Mm-hmm. Oh, right there. Rubbing mm-hmm. his nipples. Mm-hmm. And, uh, mm-hmm. and, and, um, and uh, Vuzz, find us on all streaming platforms. You listen to us on YouTube, go and subscribe. If you listen to us on Facebook, go and like that page. And uh, we're on all streaming platforms. What do you got for us, pal? Oh, yeah, we're on Twitch. And and remember, podcast. You, yeah. yeah, we're on Twitch. We're on the above. If you are a small business and you want to be advertised by us, just let us know. We'll be more than happy to advertise you uh, as long as you're not doing something that we're against. You know what I'm saying? I mean, and there's not too much stuff we're against. We try to help everybody Nazi out as much flags, as possible. We do not. Yeah, yeah, we're not a, we're not for that stuff. Yeah. We're not for that shit. But, um, um, yeah, we'll be more than happy to help you out. We'll be able to promote you. If you want me to do, like, a standalone commercial and send it to you, I'll be more than happy to do that. We want to help long, local businesses because – Local people helping local people is how the world goes. That's mm-hmm. how we go around. So just let us know. You can email us at, at movies that don't suck podcast at Gmail or uh, movies info, don't suck info movies don't suck info at movies don't suck dot net. Uh, all right, uh, you good? Are you good? That's another episode of movies don't suck and some do. My name is Neil. And I'm Chris. And remember, anytime you're taking a jungle cruise down that river way. Remember, things can get hard, but you're never going to be as hard as the rock. Have a good day.